All righty. Hello, welcome, 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 welcome to those of you who came in a little bit late. And um, it's just been that kind of morning. And it's okay. It's really okay. Burning bowl, yay. End of 2021, <laughs> yay. <laughs> and I know that you know that um, just because we're changing a calendar date does not mean that everything stops. It just means we have a, a, a reminder is really what it is. This is a reminder time of year to become more conscious of the things that we think about, the things that um, we want to reassess. And boy, have not we had lots of opportunities to reassess in the last 18 months, almost, almost two years. It is a daily reassessment sometimes, is it not? Sometimes it's a minute-to-minute -minute reassessment for some of us. So as, uh, as I said in the opening, the tradition for those of you watching at home, how many of you have never in the room have never done a burning bowl before? Your old pros <laughs> makes my job really easy today. Okay, let's burn stuff. <laughs> and we can get out of here and go have lunch. No. Um, so for those of you watching at home, I'll give you a few minutes to grab a piece of paper and something to write with. No, I'm not, not you in the room. Wait, instructions, classroom. Don't touch. <laughs> this is instructions for the people that are watching online. Um, that you may not have known to grab a piece of paper and a, a pen. And it's a piece of paper. Don't put it in your journal unless you're going to rip the page out because you're going to burn this. And if you're at home, figure out however it is you want to do it safely. Um, what we are going to do in this service is the fire bowl is outside. We will go, um, I'll do a little bit of yammering at you. And um, we will go into a long meditation. You will write down the things that you would like to release and then hang on to that until the end of the service. And at the very end of the service, what I'm going to invite you to do is go immediately and burn the piece of paper before you do coffee and cookies. The reason being that I want you to hold the sacred space because as soon as you go out there and pick up a... Well, I'm going to speak for myself. If I write something down and I go out there and I start talking to people and have coffee and cookies... I will keep that in my pocket and carry it around for the next week until I you know, go, oh, wait a minute, I forgot, to, I forgot to do the release part. From an energetic standpoint, it is important to release this completely. That's why we burn it, because you can't get it back, at least the piece of paper. Okay. So what this is in Burning Bowl is, um, first of all, it is not creating a laundry list of every last little thing that you have thought of today or for the entire last year or your entire life that says, I'm going to wipe all this out today, put it on a piece of paper and let it go. That's not what this is about. Number one, your nervous system, if you actually did that, your nervous system would not be able to handle it. When we release things, think about it energetically. Think about it about creating space. And that's what we're doing. That was in the reading. That was in Jan's prayer. Nature abhors a vacuum. So when we release something, something is naturally going to want to come back in and fill it. That's why we do white stone next week. The white stone ceremony to bring in a new word for the new year that is our guiding principle that's part of filling the space. 
Letting go and creating that space is to start to allow, make more space for the good to begin to flow in. That's what Burning Bowl is about. It is not about cutting off your nose to spite your face. It is creating space. That's it. So what I want to, when we go into this meditation, is to focus on one thing, two, no more than that, specific things that have been just kind of hanging on, and you've been kind of hanging on going, you know, I really would like to let go of that. I'd really like to kind of change that thing in my life and focus on that, okay? I said the word change. That's what this is about as well. It requires not just bringing to mind something, a, a habit, a thought, but it's the beliefs behind it. That's what we're really working at letting go of here, is all of the ideas that we have been maybe doing mostly automatically on autopilot. It's been a part of our paradigm. It's been a part of that place that we don't pay attention to, but we know we keep getting the same result because we keep having the same thoughts about it. And so the idea here is to create the space of shifting the paradigm, shifting the consciousness, but also to do it gently. To do it with as much self-forgiveness. That's a big part of this. We teach forgiveness work and gratitude work in this teaching and new thought all the time because those are basically the two things that you only need to get through life. Forgive everybody for everything. Be grateful for everything. No matter how it feels, how it looks, how it comes at you. Now, I know that sounds like a big, sweeping, grand statement, like, oh, it's easy, wave the wand, it's just going to go away. I love everybody, unicorns and rainbows and gl glitter and all that kind of stuff. That's not it. The idea is, when we talk about prayer and we talk about forgiving constantly and giving gratitude constantly is it puts us back in the mindset of what we know is that everything is God. Every single moment is God in action through us and as us. And all the other seven plus billion people on this planet that are also doing the same thing. Individualized, unique expressions of the divine. So the forgiveness work, most of it usually has to do with ourselves because those are the hardest places for us to let go of. Are they not? I see some nodding heads. If I could peel back that a little bit, the forgiveness of self, and look at it from a, a, as, as non-judgmental a place as it could possibly be, is that they're practiced mental habits. We have been taught, probably many of us have been told, excuse me, a few things along the lines when we were little of maybe we were lazy, we weren't smart enough, um, we weren't good enough, we were selfish, only thinking about ourselves. And so we start compensating and coping and moving into those behaviors that, that throw us out of balance in the direction of um, somebody told me I was lazy and that pointing at myself. So I'm going to work 
a hundred times harder every day in order to please that judgment, in order to gain the love that I think that I need from, from, being, from being good, just saying, I'm good enough. It's working beyond where we need to be working. But it is a, it is a practiced mental habit, period. The judgment we put around it is attached to the feelings. Yes, it feels horrible when someone says we're lazy. It feels horrible when somebody says we're selfish. So we overcompensate, but it's dealing with the feeling behind it. And when we have a thought married to a feeling and the action, the repeated action of that, it becomes our belief system. It really does. So when we start peeling back from the, you know, okay, can I just have the emotion here in the minute? Yes, yeah, somebody says to me, you're lazy. I can breathe in my practice and let go of the idea that there's something inherently wrong with me. That's a big practice for most of us. It's been a big practice for me. Because if I take myself back to the spiritual logic of this, where God is the only thing that is, and I am a divine expression of that, there is not something inherently wrong with me, there's something inherently right. In my imperfect, perfectly human self, I am as God designed me, and with my free will, I have choice about how I look at the feelings, how I respond to the feelings, how I react to the feelings. And the more I can take judgment away, and this is what I coach a lot of people through, is it's just taking, it's information, that's all it is, when we take the judgment away from it. I talked about this a little bit last week. We have the facts of our lives and we have the truth of our lives. And the facts are our experience right here, right now, in this existence, the conditions and the circumstances and the appearances that are in this room. There are a certain number of chairs in this room. There's a certain number of people in this room. The temperature in the room is a certain temperature. Those are facts. But the truth is, we are all divine beings. And the more we can separate that idea the doing something bad or having a bad experience from being a bad person, it takes a little bit of work. It takes some mental agility to stop and breathe and say, what am I feeling in this moment? And say, okay, what's that about? And breathe into it. And, and when we're not sure is to ask the source, what, okay, what is this feeling? I'm not sure what it is, but I'm going to acknowledge it in this moment so that I don't react from it. And that's what this getting into releasing is digging down a little deeper and a little deeper and a little deeper rather than to just say, I'm, you know, I'm going to release 30 pounds this year. How many, I won't, I won't ask for a show of hands. Over the years, the cumulative years of your life, every New Year's resolution, I'm going to drop 10 pounds or 30 pounds or whatever it might be. And the reason that most people do not succeed if they do and don't maintain it is the underlying belief is what has not changed. The underlying belief about body image, about self, about being worthy, about being good enough, about being smart enough, all of those things gets tied into how we take care of our bodies. 
So until we change the underlying belief, the external circumstances and conditions and appearances will not change. It is a mathematical thing. That's how spiritual law works. That's how physics works. Science of mind and spirit. <gasps> Look at that. That's what new thought is. So, in our meditation and letting go, again, is focusing on one thing, recognizing that as we open to spirit, and this is a spirit-guided thing each one of you personally knows, or you may not know yet, or you might be surprised by what comes up in the meditation about what it is that spirit is inviting you to release. And it's in that context that I invite you to consider. You may have come in already ready knowing this is something that I want to let go of, but I'm going to ask you in the meditation to maybe just set that aside a little and open for what spirit really wants to show you that is the next right piece of information, the next right piece of guidance for you to take the next right step to be the greater expression of the divine that you are. Does that make sense? Okay. Okay. Letting go of the stuff. I've told this story before about a, a job that I had um, now 15 years ago, working for somebody, and um, I was doing bookkeeping work. And I was making good money. I was setting my own hours. It was a pretty sweet deal except that the person that I worked for um, was someone who lacked integrity. That's a nice way to put it. And in this day and age, um, I would go as far as to say that um, he would have been a very, he would have been a poster child for a Me Too kind of person. The perpetrator, not the... Yeah, you got that. And... Um, I really liked the money that I was making at that job, but my internal guidance system said, this is getting wackier and wackier and wackier. And um, towards the end of my tenure at that job, he filed for divorce with his wife, and he started asking me to cook the books, but not in that direct kind of way. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Not only am I legally liable, but more importantly, with, my, with integrity was, I can't do this. And my fear was, if I, what happens if I quit this job? Oh, my God, what am I going to do for a living? I've got a huge rent you know, that I pay every, uh, on a house that I was renting in South Austin. How am I going to pay for this? And I was totally stressed. And about three or four days after not being able to sleep and all these kind of things, I was like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Because we can do that. We get attached to the condition when spirit is giving us all of the guidance that is saying, move on. And about the third night, in the middle of the night, I woke up and I heard clear as day this voice that said, until you let this go, nothing else will open up for you. That was pretty unmistakable. And I made the plans that I needed to make, and I made sure that I took care of myself. I made a backup copy of the hard drive, just in case, 
something should ever come after me. And I couldn't sleep, and I got up that morning, and I lived, I lived in South Austin. I worked way up north, way north Lamar, north of 183, where the, uh, where the office was. And I got on the road, I think at about 5 o'clock in the morning, and I had the keys, I had an envelope, I had written a letter to the owner of the company, and I left all of that on his desk, and I went out the back door that would lock behind me. And I said, here are the passwords to the, you know, all the stuff, the bank accounts, so you know, free and clear, I'm done. And within a week, I got a really cool new job. I was nervous in that week's time, but the faith that something was going to open up for me and holding on to that and being in that resting space, which right now, between Burning Bowl and White Stone, we're going to have a little resting space to work on our faith and our trust that what is coming is so much greater than the thing we are letting go of. So I invite you, as I said, as we go into a meditation, to set aside what you think, get your ego, get your stuff out of the way, let it drop into your heart. Let it be the words that come in that you know are gentle, they are not critical, Critical as in, you need to lose 30 pounds this year. If you hear need, if you hear should, if you hear those kind of critical words, that ain't spirit. That's your ego. Drop into the heart place. Be willing to be open. <coughs> And I'll guide you through this, guide you into, you know, we're going to start by leaving your paper and the pen on the floor as we go into the meditation. And we'll go from there. There is a um, quote, if you think about, I like the visual of this, um, the Rumi quote, he says, be like a tree and let the dead leaves drop. That kind of gentle letting go that kind of easy letting go. And doing it as a celebration. Because if you think about this thing, that we, you know, whatever it is that you've been carrying around, it should be a happy feeling when you let go of it. Yes? Because you don't want it anymore, right? Okay, so when you let it go, this should be done with a sense of celebration, like, yeah, baby, out of here because you don't want to hang on to it anymore. And if you do want to hang on to it, don't write it down, because you're going to hang on to it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, for those of you online, this is a little note that I made to myself. If you're not doing this in person, if you would imagine that those in the room here, and that you're doing it for us as well, that we are holding this as a community, as a witness, we're not speaking these words out loud to anybody else, and I highly recommend that you don't when you leave here or at any given time. So he says, hey, what would you let go of? None of their business. Okay? It is keeping that, that is your sacred duty, your sacred work today. Not for anybody else to know what it is, unless it involves them. <laughs> <laughs> and you need to have some kind of a discussion. 
it's yours, okay? So thank you for being in the room today. Thank you for watching online today. I invite you to get still and get quiet. I'm going to do the meditation from the piano and get settled and get comfortable. So I invite you, if you have your legs or your hands or your arms crossed at this point, just um, release the crossing easily, gently. And if you feel so inclined, put your hands on your lap. Hands up is in a receiving position to receive that word or whatever's comfortable. Most comfortable for you that you can relax in your seat. Okay. And I invite you to take a deep breath, full belly breath, and let it out fully. Push it out. Push that air out. And go ahead and raise your hands and rub them together just to get some of that energy going. Sends balancing and clarifying energy to the brain when we do that. Rub until you feel some heat. So let's start by imagining at the crown chakra, top of your head. As you breathe deeply, imagine a brilliant white light flowing through the top of your head, encircling, enveloping, inside and out. Imagine this powerful but grounding stream of light moving in and down, through your head down to the third eye, right there between the center of your forehead, right between the eyebrows. As you continue to breathe, imagine that healing light moving down through the throat chakra. Swirling and circling your neck, the top of your spine, moving down into the heart. And that light continues to fill your chest cavity the rib cage, the lungs. And moving out and back from the arms to the hands to the fingertips. And allow a deep and calming breath the breath of spirit to fill your lungs, fill your abdomen, even around to your back. 
And on your next out breath, let go of the worry. Let go of any tension. Let go of anything that does not feel that it is serving your highest good in your body. It's not serving your well-being. Imagine that light moving in and through every cell of your body. Picking up the toxins and gently carrying them out and away on every outbreath. Envision that light moving down through your creative center, the second chakra. Then grounding to the base of the spine, the first chakra. And imagine that light extending through your legs down to your feet and all the way to the tips of your toes. with light. You are a being of light. See yourself as radiance itself, grounded in the truth of who you are. Your loves. And now slowly bring your attention back up to your heart. And ground yourself there in the truth of who you are as a being of light and pure love. Repeat silently to yourself, I am a being of light and pure love. I am a being of pure light and pure love. I am spirit in expression. And all is well. Rest in the warmth of that truth. This is a sacred truth. 
And if you happen to hear any argument from the small self, the fearful ego self, just gently return your thought to love. Repeat silently to yourself, I am a being of light and pure love. I am a being of light and pure love. I am spirit in expression, and all is well. And it is safe for me to release what no longer serves me. Because I am supplied and protected and lifted up in all ways. Always. It is safe for me to surrender to the power and presence of God within me. And know that all is well. So now I ask, what is one thing I have been holding on to that stands in the way of me expressing and experiencing my greatest good? What is one thing I have been holding on to that stands in the way of me expressing and experiencing my greatest good. this on your piece of paper.
and to anchor what it is that you have written or are you are writing right now. Say silently to yourself, I am ready and I am willing to release for good the things that I have written that I will place into the burning bowl. I am willing to let go of the lesser in service to the greater. I am willing to let go of how and let God guide me to my highest good. I have decided for this healing and this release and opening to my highest and best expression. I know acting from my highest and best serves the world and therefore harms no one. I am willing to let go and let God do God. And to take all of the decisive spirit-guided action that is revealed to me in every moment. I trust that I am supported I trust that I am supplied and I have everything that I need in every moment. And there is no need to look back once I have let go. I have decided to release completely Everything I have written on this piece of paper, knowing that I am free, I am unlimited, and I am so grateful. I surrender to the power and presence of God within me and know absolutely that all is indeed well. Blessings and namaste.